Yes, it is the Stepmates Podcast. Back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Peard, Lockie Bloody Wilson. Big fake round of applause, Sebi. Another lockdown special, boys. Uh, news yeah. just in. The lockdown's been extended. Yay. As predicted. I know, I know. That's okay. We're, we're no bucks party for us this weekend, I reckon. No bucks party for us. That's no, not happening. No bucks party full stop. It's just... Let alone going to Queensland. Maybe in 2022. Think about getting married in 2022. We'll see how it fucking goes, but... Um, Do you reckon we could have a Zoom bucks party? No, mate. That's what's fucking the point? lame. <laughs> no, what's the point? the fuck about that? Um, we do apologise as well for all our listeners. We were 24 hours late in this podcast. It's not so much the logistics of the lockdown trying to navigate our way through that. It was because Lockie couldn't find a fucking pair of pants. I literally couldn't find my pants. I haven't worn them in like... Birds? <laughs> no, crickets. Is oh, it, crickets? Is, it, is this just boring chat? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Lockie couldn't find... The, oh, they're back. They're still going. <laughs> Shut those crickets up. Shoot them. You couldn't find your pants, Lockie. How interesting. I couldn't find my pants. There it is. Hot off the presses. Hot off the press. I, I heard you say this in the lounge room before and I was like, what a fucking... That is that is one of the things about lockdown, isn't it? That yeah, you, I, like I hadn't worn them in, I don't know, since what do you, I saw you guys what do you, Are you just in jocks all day? No, I, I wear like, you know, like comfy. Oh, like, like tracky a, pants and shit. Yeah, I wear like oh, okay. shorts, like footy shorts and stuff around the house. You can rock up here in footy shorts. We'll Mate, do it. I'm wearing cold. Thai fisherman pants all the time. <laughs> and whenever we talk on Zoom, I, I have to be careful not to stand up or move around. Or sometimes I'll cross my legs and you can see that I'm wearing these mustard colored, clearly uh, Thai fisherman pants. And I, I don't know if it's like, is this what do you call it? Like racial... Uh, uh, cultural appropriation. Cultural, yeah. Is it cultural appropriation for me to wear? We're wearing. Thai I don't think it pants? is, unless you're making money off it. I see. No, because you can't have dreadlocks, right? Like that's. Oh uh, yeah, to that's be. true. I think it's like if you, if it's not disrespectful, and it's cultural appreciation. It's cult. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who wears fisherman pants? Fisherman in Thai. In, Thai? in Thailand. Right. In Thai. Um, I tell you what, I haven't been the biggest fucking fan of um, lockdown, boys. You know, I've, I've, I have I have said that. <laughs> really? I've been a big fan of the last five. I've said it's, been, it's lacked a bit of nuance. I've, I haven't been the number one cheerleader agreeing. But I tell you what, the government chucked another twenty eight hundred bucks in the business account the other day uh, as part of the, uh, the the bump up the business support package. <laughs> they could keep coming, in my opinion. Lock it down, Dano. Let's just keep this. I'm not getting the fucking. I'm not getting the fucking vax. Stop putting this energy into the universe, Mark. It's it's ridiculous. I know Moderna's just come out, uh, or they're going to get Moderna up us. Always, there, there's always a new vax just around the corner. Not for there's, me. And there's also a new just Delta strain around just around the corner. Yeah, fucking. Up. You you were saying something interesting the other day. Um, it wasn't your opinion, but it was something you'd heard. Mm. Was it like? the vaccines could eventually just become like a subscription service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you pay $10 a month and then you just get the latest vaccine. So like you, you want Disney booster. Plus and you got to yeah. pay 15 bucks a month because that's what's going to happen. The fucking Delta, you had the original, the original COVID, then you got Delta and now there's a new no, one coming out, Lambda. 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 There was a couple between Delta and, and the original one as well. Yeah, right. It, well, you remember they're calling it like the English variant or the... Yeah, but now they've started giving them Greek letters. Yeah. They were Greek names, which I... I've always thought the Greeks were to blame in some way for COVID. I knew that. Um, I, I agree. I, I, but they've been very fucking quiet. <laughs> they've been very... Maybe we should get fucking Jordan. quiet. We should get Jordan Michalides on the phone. The only Greek I know. We should get him on the phone and just go, mate, what's the fucking go with the Lambda? 
I was reading after the Greek alphabet, they're going to move to constellations, which means that they're expecting quite a few. Yeah. Get ready for the Gemini strain. <laughs> it's coming. Um, and did you see the guy at the uh, the press conference just this morning for Dan for Dan Andrews' press conference? No, I'm not that up to speed. There was a man screaming for 10 minutes at the press conference. and Was it Dan Andrews? Hey. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just some random fucking heckler. Just some random yeah, dude right. who just stood there and all he was saying was, Premier Daniel Andrews! And they just tackled him to the ground. That's all he kept doing. But he apparently just kept yelling for 10 minutes. <laughs> I do um, like, I love the idea of heckling like a uh, like a press conference for COVID. That's very funny. <laughs> for no it's reason, so yeah. too. But, but like actual heckles, like, oh, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> and you could see all of the photographers just started running. You know, like normally Dan Andrews stands in front of it. It looks like a bridge and there's like stairs going up in the, in the background. Yeah. All these photographers started like running up the stairs. Because they were going to go and try and fucking photograph the heckler getting his head kicked uh, yeah. in by the fucking PSOs. Um, which is just, it just goes to show just how nasty those fucking cunts are. It's, it's like, oh my God, there's a crazy person. Let's get photos. Let's kick him yeah. in the head. <laughs> but And then there's the protest down at fucking Parliament House as well where they set the pram on fire. Oh, I did see I, that. I haven't seen, I literally have been so out of the loop with news. This is my news right yeah. now. <laughs> that's, that's what we're hoping for. Was there the a baby in the pram? No, there was no baby in the pram. It was to symbolise burning the future ch- generation. Is that yeah, what it was? Right yeah, though. that was the thing. Because i got to tell you, boys, I, I fucking hate protesting. I do not, un- I, I've been into in a protest as well. I went to the Work Choices one when I think I was in year 11 or 12. Uh-huh. I went to that. We filled up the MCG. Kim Beasley was there. Kim Beasley. Kim Beasley came out. It's just a out. funny name. Kim Beasley. Thanks for coming out, everybody. It's Gary. <laughs> and then we walked or he waddled across and we went all to fucking Flinders Street Station for Work Choices. Nothing happened. It went through. Nothing fucking changed. The, the chick that brought the fucking dead lamb and stuff into Coles... Uh, for yeah. more vegan alternatives, setting a fucking pram on fire and fucking spray painting the fucking Parliament House and a guy yelling at Dan. It, it doesn't fucking work. Were like, there always this many activists? Like, I don't know. Was it like I, this I, in the yeah. 90s? Yeah, yeah. They, I think it's... I know um, there's been activism, but like... I think we just have more like causes constantly at the forefront. Are there of our too mind many now. causes? I think there are too I think we need to join we just together shave and off a couple of, of the of the causes. I think Not you're the right. big ones. You know, there's important causes, but there, there needs to be some mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> it I think does. Someone needs to consult on these guys <laughs> and just say, hey look, we're stronger together. The other problem I think is that like Mahatma Gandhi, when he did it, you know, the nonviolent civil resistance, it's because they needed the guys to get to work and to do stuff. They needed compliance. So by like not doing what they were told, it mattered. Yeah. The, setting a pram on fire means f- who gives a fuck? Where are the hunger strikes? That's what I want to see. What? Hunger strikes. I want to people see, setting yeah. themselves on fire. Self-immolation. I want to see these anti-vaxxers starved. We yes. should be. That's what they should be doing. But again, it was like, what the what the fuck's it going to prove? What's it going to do? I like, don't know. Walking up and down Flinders Street, what does it fucking achieve? It doesn't. It. I, I don't know. It just annoys me. It just seems like. People just want a fun day out. I yeah, I believe in like the right to protest, but like I, I don't uh, love your choices. I just I would I would want to see them more violent. I think that's so the it's, only so it's solution. Like a prop, well, yeah. It's like a proper but start breaking if, stuff. You've got look at what happened in the states. It got shit done. Yeah, you need Chauvin a- was found guilty. <laughs> Because need, of the violence, there, there, there's a there's like a I can't remember what the book's called, but there's a guy who literally talks about how to 
protest and how to like organize and it's like the way that you get shit done is you hit them where it hurts so like there was i can't fuck i remember what the book's called but there's like this example of of like a protest he organized amongst airline workers Mm. and what they did was they just stopped uh it was uh, they stopped giving getting people's baggage so it was like what what can we do that will make that will hurt the company that will make the customers angry at the company so it was very like very specific specific like their tactic and that was all they did and like they immediately ended up getting a fucking raise or whatever it was I, i i think that's the only way to be able to get shit done I think you've got, to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to hold something over them. There's got to be a plan. That's why I had a theory when it was the when it was the women's march against the, all the the, the political um, misogyny shit and the sexual abuse in Parliament stuff. I was like, it, it's, I of course I agree with what you're doing. I agree with what you're doing, but it's just like I don't think walking around with cardboard signs saying enough is enough is enough. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like. The one thing yeah. you could do is altogether withhold the one most powerful thing you've all collectively got, the pussy. That That is literally <laughs> like a, a mantra, some of them. A like, mo- like a movement. I, yeah, it's like a movement. I said, like, Did you see Alyssa Milano was like, everyone stop having sex with your husbands? Really? Because yeah. really? that's, that's my theory. I think if all women banded together and went, right, that's it, no more. Until you guys fucking sort it out or we get some better laws or we get some fucking better restrictions or there's a better avenue for complaining or whatever that we're all happy with, that's it. No more sex. <laughs> You're not getting it again. And I guarantee within 24 uh, hours, the laws will change. <laughs> Barnaby Joyce will lead the charge. Like, he will be the one going, guys, we need to fucking figure this out now. <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. Um, lead the march. Do it. Maybe I should Take up it. arms. Maybe, again, all I need is consultancy. They just need someone to go, listen, ladies, what's the most powerful thing you've got? Your vaginas. Now, stay with me. <laughs> They'll all leave the room <laughs> if I start making that presentation. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, anyway, fuck. A hey, big week this week, boys, um, amongst the uh, all of this uh, uh, fucking lockdown bullshit. We've had a few people fucking confess their sins. Isn't that right, Sebi? We have. How exciting. That is very exciting. Sebi said to me earlier, he was like, we've got to to do confessions this week, and it's a biggie. So I thought, fuck it, let's just roll straight into confessions, eh? I'm I'm so keen. I'm keen. Lockdown confessions. I'm Lockdown confessions, boys. Here we are. This once is again. the time. It's where you're sitting at home. You're filled with guilt, and you're like, "I've got to get it off my chest." Yeah. There's a, so it's a throbber. It it's an absolute throbber. We've oh. left it for a couple of weeks now. Shit, we better we better um, get into it. Basic premise: If you're just tuning in, we've got a page on the website where you can come and absolve yourself of your sins. You can write, come in, write an anonymous confession, tell us your dirtiest, darkest secret. And we'll read it out live on air, and you you sort of you feel better about it. Yeah, I think that's the feedback we've and been getting. And I get to enjoy the gossip. It's juicy stuff, and one hundred percent anonymous. And the first one up, boys. <laughs> the first one today is rather juicy. Oh, delightful! Um, so the first confession is a short one, but it says, "I think Mon has a hot voice." Oh, Mon being Mark's girlfriend who walked into the podcast last week. Was that last week as well when she when she caught the end of bunch of cunts? I and think so. Someone yeah, got right. a little aroused. Yeah, right. This week has flown by. So how how do you feel there. about that, Mark? What's that? Uh, look, 
she sounds like a little girl. <laughs> so I'm not sure how much. Who wrote that in? Are we tracking them? No, no, no. Tracking. <laughs> There's no tracking. No, you can have her, mate. Fucking take her. Come and like, just get it back in touch, and we'll and we'll set it up. Um, we'll sort it out. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, deal with that voice. Seven days a week, and it fucking it starts to grind you down. <laughs> you have to start a bunch of cunt segment just to release the rage. Exactly. I'm waiting for her to walk back in. To be honest, I'm, yeah. I'm, I am peering towards the studio door, just thinking, is she sitting out the side with a? Do you think she had fun being on the pod? Uh, she did listen to it. She 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 knew that because um, she, she she fucking to hear what you've been saying. She wanted about to it. no. She wanted to know what she sounded like on uh, on the podcast because she was like, "Could you hear me?" And I was like, "Yeah, if yeah. I both hot." Apparently, yeah, very hot. hot. If she was like, "I wonder what the boys talk about <laughs> when they're in the shed for an hour and a half every week," and then she goes out little, the back and just ragging. Little on do her. you know, bitch. Uh, all right, the next one, another short one. Um, I fucking hate my life. Bye. Oh well, that's a oh, sad one. Oh God! Jeez. Well, I, that's I, a confession. I think I wrote that one. Um, <laughs> no, we, we all feel that. We all have those times. It also came in just after the "I think Mon has a hot voice" confession. I don't know if they're related. Maybe they're related. They're yeah, sure. Yeah. He's just he wrote that and went, "Oh fuck, I hate my life." Uh, hey, you know what? So do I. So yeah. join join the club, join mate. The club. Hey, mate, you've got to hit a fucking you've got to hit a low point before you can start climbing towards a high point, mate. That's Don't it. stress, you mate. Fuck. Build it back up. Hate your life. Do, do you know? Look up a Gary Vaynerchuk's Instagram or something. That'll fucking sort you out. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah, you just you start feeling better about it. Get a TikTok. Get a psychologist. I don't, what are you guys? Yeah, get a psychologist. Yeah, what are we talking about? Gary V. Let's not go to Instagram and TikTok <laughs> for our yeah. Yeah, social fuck. media. Yeah, uh, all right, this next one. This is a juicy one. Um, so I have a confession to make about my career as a petty criminal. Mm. Uh, this mate of mine in high school was a bit of a rogue and he always had this pencil case full of weed he would hand out to us. He said it, he got it from this girl, Marley, whose dad always had heaps. Um, <laughs> she lived in the dodgy road near the train station and was a bit of a loner. Um, but they were friends and I didn't th- think too much about it because, hey, it was free weed. Uh, one day he's like, let's wag mats and go to Marley's house and score some pot. Um, I was instantly on board. I'd never really wagged before, but I was straight in. It was not far from school, so we walked up, and when we got there, we let himself. Uh, he lets himself inside the gate, so his friend's sort of leading the charge here. Um, fair enough. They're friends, I think. He scopes the joint, then Jimmy's the window open, climbs in, then goes around the back and lets me in. Bit weird, I think, but we go in, and no one is obviously home, so he's gone, he starts going through the old man's room and like through his chest of drawers, and he fairly ransacks his bedroom looking for the stash. Um, it's about this point, I think, holy shit, we're doing a break and enter. Um, a few more minutes, he finds nothing, and we walk back to school and said nothing between us. Um, we never spoke about it, but a few years later, he ended up going to jail for being a thief and a general sus cunt. Um, also found out the old man was on the periphery of bikies as a dealer. Uh, that's my confession of my career as a petty crim. Nice. That's a good one. Oh, that's a good experience. Yeah. yeah. Imagine getting caught, though. That would be fucking terrifying. Yeah. There, 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 is, something, there is something fun about um, evading the law. Like there's, getting your heart rate up. Mm. It's good for you, I reckon. Yeah, it's exercise. It's, healthy. it's, it's healthy. basically exercise. Doing shit like that. Everyone needs to do it at some point. I've never really uh, had that much of a run-in with the law. You guys, ne- have you guys ever got, been arrested? I got or? done for like pissing in public. Yeah, I had, I had a beer once. They got a fine for that. I had a beer once. <laughs> yeah, one time. No, I had a like I was walking the street and. Oh they, really? They open can it? Yeah. Open open receptacle. They fucking got me those pigs. Yeah. No, no, I don't care about that as much. Maybe it's because we were younger. They, they literally, uh, yeah, they didn't even find me in the end because I didn't give them the right details. <laughs> Bigger fish to fry. Until like, they listen to this podcast and like, wait a second. <laughs> I remember that kid. No, I made it all up. 
Uh, all right, next one here is, uh, hey, fellas, disclaimer, nothing warranted me saying this as a kid. It was just completely random, and now that I'm older, it sounds completely fucked. Um, but when, when I was between the ages of four and six, I can't quite remember, I was watching a movie on the tally with my mum and dad, and uh, I can't remember what the movie was, but it, was, it wasn't anything too serious to be watching at that age. Um, and the scene was a dude kissing a chick on the neck. So I turned to my parents and said, Dad taught me how to kiss a girl's neck. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> says, I know, that's fucked. My parents looked at me dumbfounded. I said it was a joke, but I felt so uh, awkward. I don't remember anything after it, and it's never been spoken about since. It was completely a joke. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> that's what he said. Dad taught me to kiss girls on the neck. Welcome to my world, big fella. I say <laughs> though that shit all the time. Where I say something fucked, it gets zero response. It either didn't resonate or yeah. just wasn't funny. And you just watch the whole room go... Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, fucking welcome to my world. But that is a ripper. That's great. And you wouldn't have even really understood what you were doing at that yeah. age either. Like, I wonder when you realised, like, oh, my God, like, I nearly threw Dad right under the bus. I, I reckon sick. I reckon he didn't understand it at the time, but felt the energy in the room. I was like, I've said something that the people here are not vibing with. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kids lie. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Kids lie. So yeah. like, he probably just was like, you know, he was being a kid and he wanted to say something fucking dumb. Um, you know, like that kids will fucking say shit all the fucking time. And he just realized that it was just at the moment. <laughs> he just felt the, he bombed. He bombed. He bombed. He bombed. He bombed As a child. That's what that confession is. <laughs> I bombed. Tough room. I did. Oh, tough lounge room. Uh, Whoa. The best bit would have been if they actually got divorced from it. Yes, and yeah. If your mum thought that that was like a legitimate. Now that yeah. would have been a confession. That's a confession. The doubt that was sowed that night. Yeah. Led to a divorce years down the track. Like imagine <laughs> having to go to like some sort of br- like brutal divorce hearing yeah. where it was like you know infidelity was was on the cards and the kid got brought up as a fucking witness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was just like you said you saw. You know, dad taught you how to kiss a girl's neck, and he was just like, I was just. A bomb. A bomb. A bomb. Like, a bomb. Uh, uh, <laughs> all right, got the next one here. Um, hey, Dads. Was only a young bloke when I started dating the Misso, uh, 15 years old. As time went on, we started to become sexual and started off with blowies and a bit of fingering. But 15 years old? 15. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel rude. <laughs> Wrong, just listening to Yeah, this. actually, is, that, is this... Does this count as underage? Are we allowed to do I don't know. Stuff? Well, I guess, it, is it the... Can we do it? My heart rate's up, boys. I'm feeling good. Nah, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> I said 18. <laughs> 18 years old. Uh, yeah, definitely 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, I misread it. <laughs> Read the fucking confession, uh, Then set. when it came down to wanting me to put me Johnson in her hand wallet, she wasn't that keen because she was scared about the fact of getting pregnant. Um, so we came to a compromise. Yeah, there's a very easy fucking way to get around that. Well, he said, so we came to a compromise. Are you saying condoms? Yeah. He said, fuck condoms in, in, in brackets there. Um, so we came to a compromise of fucking her in the ass. So I fucked me missus in the ass for about the first year of being with her. <laughs> Amazing. And he said, ah, ha, ha. been with her for four years now and johnson is going in her vagina now thank god ah ha ha cheers blokes mate that is such a fucking i love the guy just sitting there typing (laughs) it out and then typing the ah (laughs) (laughs) lol had to fuck her in the ass for four years lol Um, he, he literally went a whole year of of that just so he didn't have to use a condom. Yeah. I love it. That I is love uh, it. good. I mean, people have different sexual experiences, man. That's the path they chose. I've good confession. That's a great confession. I've never done. I've never done it Greek. Nah, me I'm, neither. Actually, apparently, it feels like your dick's getting sucked into the ass. Like apparently, <laughs> it's 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 something else. Lucky, I, what's it like? <laughs> uh, my limited experience is that it felt 
much the same. It yeah, felt right. much the same. <laughs> really? That's not what I've heard. And yeah. like, fuck, with the amount of like, it's a, it's like, you know, it's its own category of, of like a fetish. Guy, like, yeah, guys are obsessed. The guys that love it, love it. it like, you've, have you just got to be an ass man or have you got to be in like an asshole man? I think you're an asshole man. Wow. You're a shit man. Again, the Greeks. The, the Greeks, Greeks, mate. They fucking love it. Apparently where that came from was so that you didn't damage the hymen. Oh, so right. you could say so, because like there was there was like a value in being a virgin, right? So like you'd you'd have to do it Greek so that they wouldn't break the hymen, so that then when you know the the new father-in-law checked to see whether the hymen was still intact and was like, all right, she's good to go. Yeah, um, it was all good. So that's where it came from. I just had all these fucking in the ass. An old Greek boss once who like just unapologetically told me he loved it. I was like eighteen at the time too. This is weird thinking back about it. Yeah, right. But uh, no, he was just full on like very Greek. Very much loved anal. I've had mates who, who've like, li- like absolutely loved it and been like, yeah, like me and the girlfriend, like every time we just switch in between the two, change wow. it up. Yeah, both lanes. Yeah, both double lanes. lanes. I, I yeah, think. I think. Changing I lanes. think there's some women that that do really that enjoy like it, yeah. it, but it's it's like you do or you don't. Yeah, right. No, I don't even like looking at them. I don't even like looking at assholes. I don't know if I could do. Maybe we need again. Maybe we need Michelides on the fucking line. <laughs> we're gonna. We're, there's so many Greek. It's a big Greek episode. My big fat Greek podcast. That's what this episode is this week. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, all right, this uh, next one is uh, a bit long, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, confessions is becoming one of my favorite segments. So I've got another one for you here. Who's written in before? Uh, as a teenager, I had a pretty bad habit of doing really stupid things when I'm drunk. Uh, including walking down a Glen Huntley uh, Road Coles and back in nothing but my underwear and a pearl necklace. That sounds like a bit of a fuckboy move. I sounds like he's got cum on. <laughs> he's got cum all over his chest and he's walking down Glen Huntley Coles. Uh, when I first started going to more parties at the upper end of high school, this girl I really liked invited me to a party of another girl in her year. Uh, I was the only person from school there, so I was able to let my guard down a bit and basically create the person I wanted to be in front of everyone. The, uh, the party began with me having half a bottle of vanilla Smirnoff out of a world's greatest dad mug and clearly not getting into the bowls club where it was being held. Uh, as the night progresses, the girls asked me to go to the bathroom where two of her mates were. Um, one of them was shelving a pinger and I thought I don't have anything to compete with. So I decided a few pull-ups would suffice. I grabbed on the shower bracket in the disabled bathroom. We have a disabled bathroom in this house. Um, did my first pull-up and ripped the bracket out of the roof along with most of the ceiling. I don't think they ever got their bond back. Oh, no, no. Did they find out though? Is that is that a confession? Did they? Did he, he broke a disabled. He made a disabled toilet more disabled. And he. But these girls saw him. Oh, uh, true. But, but no, but maybe, maybe, maybe they never knew. Maybe, maybe they never knew. He's just letting the world know. Maybe he never told anyone else. That's true. That's true. I'm and because sorry, like Jessica probably came out and she was like, "Oh my god, this guy just like broke the disabled toilet." And they're like, no, "Fuck off, Jessica! You've been shelving pins." <laughs> and now she's going to be listening to the Stepmates podcast and, and realize who it was. Oh, <gasps> makes sense now. It's like a um, hank on the toilet moment. Last one. Hey boys, I was once sixty nining with a girl, and I asked her to wee. Oh, wow. She then just absolutely emptied her bladder in my mouth, <laughs> and I guzzled all of it. <laughs> Highly recommend. It's that, wow. that real? They that, wrote it in. That that does sound like a fake confession. Nah, I choose to believe it. I choose to believe I it, too. To be- I believe all confessions. I would love to believe it. Who would lie in Stepmates' confession? That's they, true. People have piss fetishes. There's nothing There's nothing at stake. Um, there's nothing at stake. So, yeah, you got nothing to lose. But fuck, maybe, maybe we're wrong. Maybe when he says highly recommend, 
And there are people out there that We're do. missing out. They do. Like, they, they like getting pissed on and stuff, and they're just like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. They say this shit. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking awesome. Maybe they're just like, please, guys. Dude, it's awesome. Try it. Bear Grylls <laughs> drinks his own piss. Like, maybe it's delicious. Have you seen Bear Grylls' face, though? Every time he drinks, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I did it because I had to. Well, yeah. some people don't drink it either. They You can just piss on them, and that's enough. Yeah, true. I imagine that would be nice if it's like, cold. But then, like, there's like some people like doing the pissing. Some like being the pissy. And and it's always like, like whenever you read about it, they it'll be like they laid a tarp down or something to set it up. And I'm like, that's too much. Yeah, like pre-thought. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's got to like be in the, the moments. Yeah, fuck me. It's like, oh, where's the romance? Need <laughs> a couple of chamois. Put the chamois down. It's so, like, so clinical. I'm really feeling this. Yeah. Pull me, like, pull someone into the alley and just be like, fuck, quick, let me piss on you real fast. Piss on me. Jesus Christ. Let me take you to the back alley and piss on me. Well, that's been Confessions, everyone. Mate, what a fucking segment. Thanks, everyone. Confessions. I love confessions. It's good. Mate, it's, it's a, that's why we had to kick it off straight away. Like, I know you're worried that it was just you reading for 10 minutes. But it's it's a good segment. It's good to hear from the people. It is. And if you wanna if you wanna um chuck in a confession, go to stepmates.com.au forward slash confessions and you can write in there. It's completely anonymous. We're um we're doing Google ads at the moment for um for the Stepmates Studios uh, you know, Google ad campaign. We're trying to get a few more clients through the fucking door. And on our website there is an entire tab for confessions. And I'm not sure if it's it's not always gonna be there. I don't know if it's good for our SEO and yeah. stuff. But <laughs> we're going to leave it there. And I'm thinking any potential future client that comes through as well onto the page, they're going to click it on there and go, oh, confessions. Let me see what that is. And it says, like, confess your sins. <laughs> I we might get some randoms. Maybe people f- found it. They don't even know the podcast ex- exists. It's such just like, a yeah, weird I'll... thing to do. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if we should keep it up. You're making very bold claims. I reckon it's hilarious. I like it. I actually think it might be fun. There, there was this one website back in the day when I was doing a bit of like uh, research for for other production companies. Yeah. And one of them had like a game of pong on their website. Right. And the reason why they had it was to maintain like engagement with the page. Right. So it would keep people. So it would tell Google it was like whatever this page is, people really like spending time <laughs> on it. Like they're really absorbing all of the information, which Google loves it. So by putting a game of pong in there, it increased their um increased their stats. Maybe it's the same with confessions. Maybe. Maybe they're like clicking through, going through the portfolio, going, this is garbage, this is garbage, this is garbage. Confess your sins. Would, how many segments are going to end up in that top tab, though? That's, that's my fear. <laughs> What's that? How many segments are going to become like little pages on the website? Yeah, that's right. I like them. the idea of like yeah. a hidden page. Like, you know, you have to actually type it in and you get there and it's part of the website. Yeah, that's like, kind of fun. Look, we can get there. We can get there. We, we probably just need a little bit more traffic. Would you guys ever make a regular old Bogan video game? If someone paid me, yeah, if there was absolutely, money, absolutely, I'd more than happily do it for money. I'll do anything for cash. There's a lot of uh, like video games uh, have a lot of like animation tied into them. Mm. There's, there's certainly work there, like yeah. Stick of Truth, like South Park Stick of Truth. Yeah, that yeah, awesome. yeah, mate, it'd be fucking awesome. Um, well, we had it. We had an idea. We pitched it to Seven. Um, back in the day, it was like a like a phone app, but it was like Gav has to leave the pub and he's wasted, and you have to drive the car home, and you have to like go past all the booze buses, but like left is right and up is down and all this sort of shit, and you can't drive the car properly, That's and you good. have to dodge the booze buses and not hit the whores, and you know it would have been would have been heaps of fun. That's really funny. Yeah, and then you got to go through like Macca's drive through as like a <laughs> extra special bonus, like. Um, 
Fuck, if anyone out there is doing mobile app development and they want to make a game, we can. We should definitely do this. We've got some ideas. Although I think you couldn't, I don't think you can get that through the Apple store. That was the, that was the pushback. It was like, you, know, you can't do any drunk. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or could, like drinking could, related. There's always steam. Could like, you do like a, like a, a metaphor for drinking? Like he's had too many raspberry sodas or something? Yeah, too many, yeah. yeah, too many. Um, too many lemonades. Too many lemonades. Too many pub squashes. Pub squash. How good's pub squash? I had one on the weekend. It's very solid. It's fucking delightful. Solo. Is that basically pub squash? Basically. That's basically pub yeah. squash, right? Are people still coming up with apps, by the way? Remember there was that time, and it was probably like 10 years ago, where it's like, there was always a friend. All your mates idea. were making apps. Yeah, I was making I, apps. I might have talked about this already on the pod, so I'll be brief, but my ex's brother, his job was purely to be the middleman in app design. So you'd take your app idea, give it to him, and then he would go to the app developers, and he was making bank. Yeah, right. And he really? did he did nothing. He was like purely a middleman. He was just taking other people's ideas and selling them, yeah, like or making pitch, them happen. Or not even them. selling them, just giving them to because he had his contact at the developer. So you just give your idea to him, and then wow. he would give it to them. He just liaise for you. There you go. Yeah, see, that's the dream. How good's capitalism? That's the dream. <laughs> so that's good. Good. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah, there's little pockets of uh, just jobs. I need more money. <laughs> I do. I need more money. Bitcoin's back in the black, which I'm very happy about, but it's not enough. It's still not enough. Um, Where are you going to get Google ads? Google ads. Nah, it takes too long. That's actual work. Yeah, you need instant. I don't want actual work. I want to be able to find a big bag of money or something like that. I just need just I need something. Tats Lotto. Maybe Tats Lotto. You need it. You need it because now that your parents own it, Tats Lotto store. They need to give me some fucking well, they, they should just get all the scratchies. That's true. And just go through them all. Yeah, is there a way to x-ray the scratchies? I don't think so. They probably worked that one out, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, I reckon. That's probably their one thing. These are probably at. things they've thought of, um, which is a real shame. How are you holding up in lockdown, Lockie? You doing all right, mate? Yeah, I've, I, I think I'm like insane at this point. I've, I've, I've started dreaming that I'm on the Love Island. Oh wow! Like show. Oh really? Yeah, because we like usually the routine is now like I get up. Uh, my girlfriend has like a work like a break with her job. Um, maybe I'm doing some drawing for you guys or whatever, and then we watch Love Island, and uh, and then there's like Love Island After Sun. Then there's like lo- Love Island Unseen Bits. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I actually had the same last night because I w- I I've been watching uh, Mindhunter and I had a dream last oh, night. Yeah. I was in the show. Like I was in the <laughs> FBI. Like, like it's, it's weird because you don't do anything else. Yeah, that's, that, that's you leaving the house. Yeah, that's very true that's actually. very true, yeah. Think of that. I, um, I did have a moment last night when we, we, we finished, up, finished up work. We had some dinner and then I was walking past Sebi and I was just like, Oh mate, I'm heading towards bed to watch me serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> was just, was, just as I was getting Uber Eats through the door as well, like the Uber yeah. Eats driver was right there. <laughs> All right, mate, I'm off to watch me stories about <laughs> serial killers. By the way, Mindhunter, top notch. It's fucking great. It's top so notch. Good. I'm I'm I am obsessed with the BTK killer anyway. I I, I liked it. I I. I Tapped out though. I think I watched like the first season or like almost all the first. The first season. season didn't end strongly, but I feel like it was released pretty close to each other. Like I feel like it was supposed to be one continuous thing. Right. It's getting there. It's it kicks. I'm I'm just I actually haven't had a good show to watch for a long time. I think I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I I don't have the we don't really have the uh, the traditional lockdown experience for us because we do work from home. 
So it is kind of nothing's really changed for us. So we haven't really quite had the the lockdown experience, which is sort of less social. Yeah, yeah, it's just sort of less social. And then I've been I've been running just as much to be honest, if not more. Like yeah, yeah. My um, running dropped off after the half marathon. We were talking about this before. Yeah, I, 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 I warned you, boys. I, I've run three times since we ran the twenty-one k. <laughs> yeah, I've done a couple more than three. How long? Sebi's been out and about. Yeah, he said he went this morning, didn't you, mate? Yeah, so I got a bit of a niggle in the old leg though. Fuck, I'm going after this podcast. Do it, mate. Get out there. I um I ran fifty k on the weekend, fellas. I'm, I'm I actually fifty k on the weekend. Fellas. <laughs> Jesus I, I, Christ! I actually ran seventy five because I ran fifty k on Saturday and then um twenty five on Sunday. I'm actually really <laughs> proud of that um achievement, the fifty k, because it was a very, really mental barrier. Yeah, yeah. Um, of just to be able to do that in in training, I think I'm I think I'm getting pretty close to being feeling ready for the hundred k. Although it's really hard to sort of mentally prepared how at, at the end of 50k's were you like i can keep going i could turn around and do that again yeah yeah i think so i think when i, fi- I finished and i was like it would be a challenge that's the idea that's the idea yeah like i'm not going to finish the 100k and go let's do that again you're not going to yeah, piss yeah, the 100k yeah. in like, yeah i think it was it was more about it was like i got the nutrition and the hydration stuff right um but again it's really hard to sort of prepare mentally because i'm not sure whether the actual 100 in what a month's time a month today whether it'll actually be able to happen. Like I've got 30 uh, days between now and then. Will we be out of lockdown? Will I be able to go to regional? You have uh, to run. You have to run it anyway. Yeah, we that's ran, we we ran ours. That's what we did. But it'd be so, it, like 100K, is just going to be so boring. <laughs> it's going to be so boring. Our run was exciting. It was really exciting. <laughs> we, we How could, was that extra lap of the We could run a bit yeah, of it with you. Yeah, we, yeah absolutely. You could come for a, a, a fifth. Maybe we could, could. come for a 20, 20K uh, run. Too. Like a fiver. Yeah, maybe a 20th. We could break it up. Like, we could do five with you and then... In the morning and then the last five in the evening. Yeah. And then, and then not come for the another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have to, I have to make a decision in the next two days because uh, that's, the, that's, the, that's the signing off date. That's the cutoff date for registration. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. I've got to sign up. But then if I've got to wait 12 more months before I can do it, I'll be no, pretty flat. you just got to, as a new contestant, Priya on Love Island, she does ultra marathons as well. She's very skinny. Yeah, a lot of them are very skinny, which is why it's, it's when I when I get, went and got my test, that was what they said. It was like, you need to lose some fat, mate. Cause Did you're they basi- really? Yeah, you're basically carrying like seven kilos, eight kilos of fat. That if you could cut that out, You'll you'll run so much better if like, you need to lose some like what hope do, do we have? Yeah. So I've got eight kilos of fat on me that is just like sitting in a backpack. It's like you're running with eight kilos of fat in your backpack. Get rid of that, tone up, and then you then you then you'll then you'll feel better. How, how do you do that if you're, you're burning? You're already burning. You so already many ra- you ran fifty k, seventy five k on the weekend. How do you lose any more fat? I eat like a machine though. I how, do. How I many eat, calories do go in though? On so the on the run, I put thirteen hundred in. But during then, the day, like, so you, you ran 75Ks in the week. Like, what is that? Like, something ridiculous. Like, 7,000, 8,000 calories. Yeah, it was probably close to 8,000 calories, yeah. Um, like, so, what are, you having, what are you having for breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Saturday and Sunday? So, I don't eat before the run. I had 1,300 calories on the run. don't eat before the run. No, You don't eat before the run. No. No, I don't eat before the run. Where, do you, where are you going to cut <laughs> out the food? You don't eat uh, before the run. Yeah. No. no, but you eat on the run. So what's your first? How so say are you, you going to lose weight? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't understand. I just got to run more, I guess. No, I've got to eat cleaner. That's the thing. Because I do. I do. I, I do like. So this is this is what happened, boys. Like after the run on 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 Saturday, I offered to go with Mon to the shops, like to go to the Preston Market, which normally I'll tuck into some pizza. You know, I'll have a slice of pizza there. 
I might get some jam donuts or whatever. And on the way there, I was like, I was starting to get a bit hungry. I started getting a bit flat because I hadn't eaten yet since the run either. So I'd been out since like fucking, I think I got up at three and then went running at 4.30 or something, got back and it was like 11 and then we went to the shops around 12. So I was pretty fucking hungry by yeah. this point. So I'm like, um, I'm, pr- I'm not broken, but I'm, I'm pretty fucking gassed. So we're heading to the market, feeling a bit, ga- feeling a bit peckish. And um, I said to Mon, as we were driving, and I was like, fuck. I knew there was a red rooster just around the corner. And I was like, fuck. Jeez, I, I think I'm fading a bit here, sweetie. I might, I might grab some food, I reckon. She was like, oh, we'll just grab some pizza or something in the market. And I was like, ah, not really feeling the pizza. Like, not, <laughs> not, not really feeling pizza. And she was like, oh, well, what about burritos? And I was like, that's the same burrito joint that I spoke on a bunch of cunts a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was like, nah, not feeling burritos. Not feeling Mexican. I tell you what, I could, I could probably go, probably could go some red rooster, actually. What do you reckon? And she was like, yeah, nah, we'll just go to the markets. Like, <laughs> oh no, plenty of food at the markets. Plenty of food at the markets. I don't think I've ever been more furious. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly put that fucking car into a fucking pole <laughs> with that reaction. So you know what, Sebi, roll the clip. Let's do this. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. People who don't think Red Rooster is the best fucking restaurant in Australia are a bunch of cunts. The best restaurant in Australia. (laughs) Let me tell you this. Red Rooster is a national fucking treasure. The value for money, the quality of the menu, the branding, the (laughs) restaurants, the staff, the chicken. The quality of the menu. The chips. Think about it, mate. It is outstanding. It is a superior food establishment. It is a... World class restaurant. The chips in my are pretty opinion. good, and so is the rooster roll. Actually, the rooster roll, mate. The rooster roll is a fucking. Have you ever had a zinger burger? Outright, shit, leaves it in. Don't even start. Right. <laughs> Anyone that doesn't believe, doesn't agree with me that Red Rooster is a fucking superior food establishment needs to get their fucking head checked. Every time I go to get a zinger, <laughs> it looks nothing like the ad. It is the saddest exactly. fucking burger. And Seb, both of your sisters worked for Red Rooster. Um, <laughs> they do. Y- your brother currently works there. Red Rooster has been very good to your family. We're, we're very tight up. It has yeah. been <laughs> very good to your family. Yeah. And they seem... Hi guys, see, hang on, there's an agenda for me. <laughs> they, 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 they actually seem... I've spoken to them about it as well. They seem excellent yeah, at allowing they, their staff to pursue wider interests. They empower their employees, don't they? Yeah, they're very very, they're very good. There's trust. There's growth. There's there's minimum there's respect, wage. There's minimum wage, but they're paying them something, and they, they, you know, and and they're. I think they treat their employees and their customers with the same respect. It's outrageous, and uh, you know what? This actually comes from the top down as well. It trickles down from the top. The corporate governance at at Red Rooster is outstanding. I follow all the big players at Red Rooster and <laughs> and and the and the parent company, um, Craveable Brands, um, and. <laughs> um, um, you know, um, it's Karen Bozic, Brad, Trady, Trudy, oh, Mark, oh, yeah. oh, the team. Yeah, the team. The dream all, team. All are fantastic executives. But I want to talk about the, the former CEO of Red Rooster, Nick Keenan, who we actually knew back from our Crown Bet days, Sebi. Real driving force, transformed the company, um, focused on innovation, product differentiation, development, did an incredible job at increasing franchisee profitability. Um, as you know, continued to build on the positive brand equity of Red Rooster. But the current CEO, the, 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 new, the new bloke, Clint Alt, Fantastic operator. He's a heavy set man. You know a lot about this. He's yeah. a, I do. I follow him on LinkedIn. I keep up to date. I like every single one of his posts. He's a heavy set man, so you know he knows how what, what goes into a fucking good roast chook, 
right? He knows, he knows, he, and he doesn't disappoint. I'm telling. He knows flavor. But he's he's been working in the food industry for like fucking thirty years. He's dialed in the supply chain. He's dedicated to being truly disruptive to the industry. Like he he wants to be truly disruptive. Um, menu innovation, the store look and feel, digital innovation, empowering customers and franchises. He is setting a trajectory, fellas, that will leave other fast food fools. In the dust. Seriously. McDonald's, KFC, fucking forget Hungry Jacks and fucking Subway. Red Rooster leaves them for dead boys. Well, they were struggling a while, weren't they? Like they and were, he turned it around. This was around. Nick Keenan started this, carried on by Clint Holt. It's amazing. They're on a different level now. It's not even a competition. What, what? It's not even a fair comparison between other fast food. I genuinely... When my girlfriend rolled her eyes at Red Rooster, my blood boiled. <laughs> I will not accept a bad word to ever be said about the establishment because, in my opinion, it's 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 a, it's potentially Australia's best restaurant. I didn't know this is such a sticking point. It deserves <laughs> it deserves a chef's hat or a fucking Michelin star. I've eaten it. I've eaten at Attica. I've had the ant caviar, and it doesn't hold a fucking candle to a ripper roll. All right, I, I've had. Uh, give me a ten pack of chicken cheesy nuggets. Uh, any day of the fucking week before I set foot in Flower Drum, Vue du Monde, Minamishima. It's all garbage. These wanker restaurants, Sebi, are all trying way too fucking hard. They're so far up their own ass, and they've forgotten the essence of great food. Name a better food establishment, Lockie. You're being very fucking sus on me. Name a better food establishment. All of them. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Have you eaten at Red Rooster? Yeah. I, 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 like, it's I, phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Anyone that doesn't believe that Red Rooster is a premium, <laughs> superior, quality restaurant can go and fuck themselves. You have no taste. You have an unrefined palate. You're a wanker and you're so caught up in this fucking master chef mentality where unless it's sous vide, it's not fucking good enough. These people need to shut the fuck up, get a red rooster down their gullet, stop being an idiotic, insipid, pretentious bunch of cunts. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. That was passionate. I was I, the most passionate one of hers. Can someone please send that to Red Rooster? It was very left field. I love Red Rooster, and I was so disappointed I couldn't have it. So I you, was so disappointed. The thing that I, because like obviously I'm vegetarian, I don't eat it anymore. But when I wasn't, I'd always go KFC over Red Rooster because cool. it's well because it's deep fried. I wanted the like crispy batter. Mate, they're doing deep fry, they're doing fried chicken now at Red Rooster. Brand new menu. Clint, oh, do I need to fucking? <laughs> I'm talking menu innovation. They're doing fried chicken now. It's mental. Are they? Are they Sounds Australian? like they're playing catch up. Are they Australian no, only? They're surpassing. Hmm? Are, they, are they Australian only? Like, they're Australian they're only. One of our only. Forty years, yeah. nearly fifty years in, in the Australian market. That's pretty. Like they've had to fight the big dogs. Like the big dogs must have been trying to chase them out. They the franchise the charcoal chicken they, joint. It's they, amazing. They taste like a local charcoal ch- chicken. Oh, like they don't taste get like out! a franchise. Get out! <laughs> I'm see. I won't let a bad word be said. You know, back in the day, Sammy, when chips, we were living in great chips, when we were living at Glen Iris, we used to travel all the way to the Chadston Red Rooster. That was well, that was our closest one. That was it was it was also because do you remember Ellie? <laughs> yes, there was, a, there was there was a really hot chick. There was a that... very hot chick that used to. Oh, work okay, at Red I Rooster. see. It's all coming <laughs> it's together now. Kind of creepy looking back on it now. Hey, Mom, yes, she let's was go underage. To Red Rooster. <laughs> yes, she may have been underage, but she was very attractive and she was Jesus. very. She nice. wasn't underage. She, she was, may have been. She was that's, of age. That's, that's been the joke, but amongst our friends, it's we, like we you know sure. she was maybe seventeen, and I was like, well. Fucking willful blindness. All right, 
she was very good. She understood customer service as well. She really did. Um, she wasn't like a. She wasn't like your, your traditional studying either. She was like a. Yeah, she was cute. She was in high school. She yeah. was cute. Yeah, she, yeah. Still, she wasn't in high yeah, school. She was cute. She was cute. This has been a pedophilic podcast. There's she was wearing a Hello Kitty I'm worried shirt. about you, boys. I'm no, worried no, about us, was, too. No, I'm not worried about us. No, no, no this is fine. <laughs> I'm a little this worried. Is, this is fine. Maybe we should put this in confessions. This is a little um, spicy. I, I, I do love Red Rooster. When I went camping with my mum and dad once, right, on the way there, uh, Mon and I stopped off at a Red Rooster and, well, she didn't eat that. She ate Oliver's or whatever the fuck it was. You know, where you get green beans and oh, stuff yeah, fries. Yeah, yeah. Fucking oh. garbage joint. Um, ate there and I said to Mon, I was like, this is the best Red Rooster I've ever had. Like, it was beautiful. The menu looked great. Everything, like the whole store decal, everything looked great. And she was giving me shit about it going, oh, you're fucking, you're so into your Red Rooster. That's so weird. So weird. I've never heard anyone be so passionate about Red Rooster. Because <laughs> I was, I was like, I was orgasming eating the Rooster roll. It was I unbelievable. I didn't know this about you. And then I get to the campsite and and um, the first thing my mum and dad said to me was like, we sat down and uh, like having dinner and they're like, no, 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 we had lunch a while ago. We went to the Red Rooster on the way. <laughs> Have you? It was the best Red Rooster. And Mon was like, what is going on? What is happening to this world? It's unbelievable. Oh, um, the Nicholson's. So someone needs, honestly, someone needs to send that whole bunch of cunts to the fucking, to, to, to someone at Red Rooster. I might actually get in touch. I might send him a fucking personal message. I'm happy to be sponsored by Red Rooster. I would love that. Every week, a little... I don't even want money. I'll do it for nothing. I'll let's do it for a hundred dollar <laughs> gift voucher of cheesy nuggets. That's clip, all I want. Let's clip it up. Let's I reckon we should up. do it. I'll support them. I'll support them till the day I die, whether they pay me or not. It doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't <laughs> we, fucking. We needed matter. a we needed a third podcast segment to animate actually. So yeah, great. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe the, that's red it. Rooster, the, red the red rooster. The red rooster. Nah, mate, it's delicious. That's why I love going to the footy. Couldn't give a fuck about the football. It's red rooster. <laughs> it's the red rooster I like. Nah, I'm, I'm only joking. It's not, it's not the best quality. They are actually good at the footy, though. Those chips. Mate, I don't have anything else like it there. That's right. Mate. They do good chips. I'll give them that. Yes, I'll that's right. That. Thanks, Red Rooster, um, for supporting this program. Really appreciate it. Um, Just supporting Mark throughout his life. Yes. Exactly. Hey, um, speaking of food, should we do some fucking... What do you got? You got a fucking... I got a few spicy meatballs for us, boys. You got a, a few. Spicy Back, yeah, I got a little meatball oh, sub. Yeah, let's give it a little fucking spicy meatball combo. Thanks, mate. Let's go. Yes, it's the spicy meatballs. <laughs> yes, it's the spicy meatballs. Everyone spicy balls. has been asking after this segment in my DMs. They've been like, where is it? It hasn't been here for a while. They've been sliding have in they? your DMs. They've, been, they've been begging for your hot spicy <laughs> meatballs. they knocking on the front door, mate. <laughs> Jesus. It's fucking nuts. But anyway, I wanted to improve the segment a little bit because I thought... One spicy meat, that's not enough to fill your tum. No. Well, yeah. they might, they're meat balls. They're meat balls. They need to be spicy meat balls. Plurals. So I've got three today, and uh, I'm just going to, fuck it, let's just jump in. All right, mate. So what, what is the basic concept of this again? So the ba- yeah, this I should is, probably explain this that. This is you doing hot takes. It's hot takes. Right? It's hot takes. Controversial opinions. From the from, from by you by me controversial from opinion. Seb. And you're not you're not an overly controversial guy. I I've got some hidden some hidden darkness. That's what I like that it's <laughs> it's sort of dipping into the dark side of Sebastian. Yeah. So all right. uh, all right, let's jump uh, let's in. Let's kick her off, mate. I'm ready. I'm, I'm... Uh, first one, Grace Tame, oh. Australian of the Year, <laughs> activist for women. <laughs> so it's spicy already. Not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. That's it. Nah. That's all I've got. What, what's 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 your what's you grow up with Grace Tame? What's she done? She insists <sighs> on herself, Mark. She <laughs> she insists on herself. Have a listen to this. This was on oh, uh, God, the ABC. No. Uh, what where the are we? fuck? Here we are. Listen, to, listen to this and let me know what you hear. Okay. Well, I mean, we just look at the current climate. 
since January when I was named Australian of the Year, there's been a mass disclosure, I suppose. She really leans into that. Bit when smug. I was Australian of the Year. Yeah, a bit smug. I'm with you on this I one, Sammy. I, I'm a fan, Grace. I don't know. I, I, I don't. Yeah. Australian of the Year. Yeah, you're right, I don't know. Mate. You can hear it. When I, I was look, Australian look, of the Year. Look. That's just my opinion. Bit of an eye roll to that. Bit of a head yeah, wobble. She's, she's on leaning Grace in Town. a little bit. She's she's got a long blink. Mm. Not a fan. Maybe she's just a bit stressed. Maybe she's just a bit tense. Maybe she just needs to. Maybe she's making a point about when she was named that. Nothing changed. Grace came. The like, well, I guess in that speech she's talking about the. She knows the she, horrors she likes to that let you know that Parliament. she was named that though. You know, it, w- yeah. it was a. It was a. I don't know. I don't know. Look, that's that. Has she got a boyfriend? A, a token appointment. Her, her boyfriend is a fucking Chad. I was going through her Instagram. I was going to say he's not giving it to her. No, he, he he's is not. Like, he's not doing the job. He is. He's like a good looking tapping man. Out. Yeah, yes, this right, is look, not let's leave this, this one. Is not for lucky. Let's leave this one. But look, <laughs> I agree, mate. No, no, no. Oh, that went down very smoothly. Grace tame, more like Grace lame. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, next is, one. Is, next okay. one. Is, he said this next to me the other people. day. He said that to me the other day, and, he, and then he said to me earlier, "Is just like I'm going to say the Grace Lame line, but <laughs> I'm really upset because that would have brought the house down." <laughs> <laughs> and then you said it, and nothing happened. Uh, I'm so sorry, man. Anyway, next one. So we just had. <laughs> we just had. Can, I, I don't know if they can get spicier than that. We just had the Australian Census uh, and uh, oh, Am- yeah. Amnesty Australia put up a post on Instagram saying it wasn't inclusive enough. What? Um, it didn't ask people about their sexual preference or their gender identity. My girlfriend said that. She was like, they didn't even ask me about my sexual preference. I know. And people people were posting about it all on Instagram today and sharing this post. But you know what, boys? The, the census is literally thousands of years old. And I swear to God, in all that time, no one has asked for more questions on the census. <laughs> no one said, they're not asking me enough questions about myself. Yeah. Just shut up. If it was true, there's too many questions already. We don't need any more. No, I 100 percent. No, there I, are too many questions what are on they the gonna, census. I, I, I feel get like it. They, they could have gone the other way as well. So <laughs> if they did ask about sexual preference, people would have turned around and gone, "What do you need to know? Exactly, like, it's uh, none of your business." I, exactly, I, yeah. I get it. What about the privacy for, laws? For my own personal just happiness. Less questions. You make they just make it more work for themselves. I, I, Weird question in the census is how much housework do you do? That was so fucking yeah, that's strange. A strange one. Did you put plus thirty hours? I, I did. I did <laughs> my girlfriend put five to fourteen, and I was like, "I'm gonna put thirty plus." She just don't you fucking put thirty plus. I was like, "I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing it." Yeah, no, man. My missus had the same <laughs> argument because she was like, "I'm the bracket above you," and I was like, "Fuck off! I'm thirty plus hours. Get <laughs> fucked." <laughs> but like, what are you? What are you gonna do? Like, am I gonna knock on my door and go, "Are you vacuuming?" Yeah. Like, uh, fuck off. I what was like, I, I do all the cooking. She's like, "Yeah." And what else? I was like, "Yeah, it's thirty plus hours." What are they away. gonna do with sexual preference data? Like, are they gonna look at a map and be like, "Oh, Melbourne's pretty gay." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, what else like, can you do? We already knew that. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's all to do with confirm what we already know. Anyway, boys, the third the third and final uh, <laughs> spicy meatball. It's this one's a little bit more positive. Um, <laughs> So uh, the Japanese COVID rate has gone up like four times while they've had the Olympics on. So positive. What, 400%? So, um, yeah, like, I uh, know. Yeah, is that four? Yeah, four times. Um, you just stumped me with math. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, so the, <laughs> Not the, when we're talking about Japan as well, because those guys were on it. Well, the death rate went up. Um, you know, so they were literally killing their own people um, to have the Olympic Games. Mm. That's some samurai shit. That is, That's some yeah, sticking the sword. Yeah, yeah, kamikaze sticking the sword in your stuff. Good on you, Japan. Hey, fuck, put it all on the line. Wait, wait, wait. So it we can no, watch wait, some wait, sports. Wait. What's the take here? Just good, 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 good on him. <laughs> the take is good. <laughs> like people dying in Japan. 
Gordo to, to host to, to risk the Olympics. It. Now that's to risk, so, spicy, so we can God. watch some sports, mate. I think that honestly, the more spicy take is like, how good are the Olympics? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. That is a that's a weird take from you. No. That's a strange take from you. Good. That, anyway, Did you that, watch a frame of the Olympics? Yeah, I watched the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's been spicy meatball. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> no, I did. I watched um, watch <laughs> a little a bit of swimming. Frame. You did uh, watch a fucking frame. I watched the swimming. Kill them all. I watched the swimming. The backstroke. I did... Um, <clears throat> I, I got... Um, I got uh, hit up on the algorithm on YouTube the other day of the Paralympics backstroke, um, and there was guys in there, w- no arms. It's not the Paralympics right now. Why are they giving you that? I don't know why. No arms, one leg, and he won. Fucking hell. He fucking killed it. And, and you can guarantee a- he would demolish all of us by like a yeah. good pool length. I- couldn't do couldn't do a backstroke to save my fucking yeah, life. That's like, insane. And these kinds of like, honestly, they're fucking... They're they're full on broken. Like, I think it's better than the Olympics. There will come a point where like prosthetics will make you faster than Yeah, surely. Like like fully fully able people. Yeah, true. Yeah. But I'm actually all for it. I'm I'm actually I'm, I think I might be fucking A. Because I only watched the Olympics uh I watched it a couple of times, like mostly for the running stuff, but I got to watch like the discus when it was raining really heavily and everyone was like stacking it on the on the on the ring. Yeah. On the little circle. Hilarious. <laughs> um all the horses getting startled at the giant sumo that they had at the equestrian <laughs> stadium. Hilarious! I saw. Like, I saw. Yeah, uh, there, I remember that story. Sorry, sorry, Lucky. There no, was yeah. like so that chick who was like she was way, way, way ahead, and then because they just pair you up with a random horse, and then the horse oh. just refused to jump. Yeah, did she you was. Know? She was absolutely demolishing oh, you everyone. Get, you don't get your own horse. I don't think for that particular event. No. Oh, that's weird. They just have like. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, claim, right. Like yeah. But it was this giant figurine of a giant <laughs> sumo. sumo bending over <laughs> and right to the left <laughs> of the jump, and the horses are going no. Like, it was mental. I guess if everyone uses like the same horse or like approved horses, that kind of levels the playing field. Yeah, I think that's it? the idea. But horses are fucked. Do you remember when Sebi and I used to um we 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 did this job once where we were filming for Crown Bet and we were like interviewing jockeys. Yeah. And, well, I was going to say interviewing horses, but they didn't they didn't say didn't much. Say they, they say a like lot. It. But we <clears throat> we were filming and we had to walk along this like dirt track and we had all the camera gear. And like tripods and all that sort of shit. There was three of us, and we're walking down this track. It was like out in the country somewhere. And we had to go climb this hill, but along this track, there were three people coming down on these horses, yep. and we spooked the fuck out of these horses. Horses are so dangerous. Yeah, and these people, like, I can't remember what they were saying. What were they doing? They were on the they back were, of the no, horse. Yeah, and they were like, they were, no, because they were we were getting mixed messages. So <clears throat> some of them were like, "Stand still," and then the others were like, "Get out of the way." Do you yeah, know, you know, like, they, what are you doing? They kill more humans than any other animal in Australia. Are Really? Yep. They were, and then the jockeys wow. were spooked that the horses were spooked. Yeah. So everyone was spooked. Yeah, I, but they I were, used they to were also uh, tiny people as well. So they were like, guys, stop it. Stop it. Get <laughs> yeah. down. But it was it was like they were yelling at us. It was like 10 seconds, just <clears throat> conflicting messages. Like, get out of the way. Stand where you are right now. Go over there. Get over this stop, side. Drop. Roll. <laughs> we had no idea what we were fucking doing. We're just standing there with a couple of, like, with a couple uh, of DSLRs and a fucking tripod going, we don't know what to do. But they're fucked. Yeah. But, they get spooked by because we were on a hill. And they were doing like laps, like, yeah. and it was probably like fifty, hundred meters away. Yeah. And they were like, someone came up to us and be like, "You guys were spooking the horses that are like a hundred meters away. They can see you on the hill, and they're they're not used to you being there." I used to date this chick who was a horse, 
she was a horse <laughs> like rider, but she, she wasn't a jockey. She was like a, the trainer, so she'd like get the horses up to speed. Yep. So she worked for like some you know like fucking horse trainer company, and she had this like one horse because she'd ride like a bunch of horses every day and like you know do laps and try and like kind of bed them into the track and all that shit. She had this one that she loved and she was like, she'd always talk about it and it was like a bit of a problem horse, but she'd like done all this work with it and got it like up to speed. And it was finally in its first race. The f- the first oh, race oh, it, no. it, it ever raced in, uh, it just, when they started the race, it just kicked the back of the fence, broke its leg and that was it. That was and it. yeah, curtains. Yeah, that was it. It was done. <clears throat> Jesus. And man, the stories she used to tell about like, and it, it's funny cause she, she loved it. But she told me these like stories and I'd be like, this is really fucked up. Like she had friends that died, like jockeys that died or like jockey trainers that died. She was in like a coma from falling off a horse. Yeah. Like she, you know, people break every fucking bone in their body. Like it's the most kind of weirdly dangerous industry that we just don't even, yeah, we don't even, yeah, we, don't even, dangerous. Yeah, we yeah. don't even know about. We didn't even realize, but we, we were talking to, it was like one jockey chick and she was like, particularly she was like an up-and-comer and she kept talking about you know i was asking questions like so what's it like riding a horse eh?" and she kept saying things like you know it's a wild beast yeah you know all this sort of weird shit and i was sort of rolling my eyes just going okay yeah right it's like footy players going like we're going to war yeah you yeah, know, yeah. sort of shit i was like yeah right you're pumping it up a bit standing in front of those horses when they're like like freaking out in front of you terrifying I was like, I'm going to get bucked. I'm going to get kicked in the fucking face. Yeah. And I'm going to die. And they don't care. No, they're wild animals. They're, they're beasts. <laughs> they're beasts. We did get to see a guy. We, we fucking filmed it as well. We've probably still got the footage of him breaking a horse in where it's just, it's just cruel. Oh, like, yeah. It's yeah. just whipping the fuck out of it. And then he's like, we go and interview him afterwards. And he was like, yeah, so really you just got to break their spirit. Um, yeah. So you just got to teach them that, you know, any fucking sort of resistance is futile. So I just whip them with this thing. But yeah, no, I love me job. Um, <laughs> and he kept yeah, yeah. going on about it. And it was like, they're beautiful animals. I love horses. <laughs> Get whack it! <laughs> he kept whacking the horses. And uh, then, yeah, it was it was fucking awesome. Um, fuck, mate, we are fucking flying through this week's podcast. Should we do the mailbag? Let's go to mailbag. Let's do it. Let's do it. It's time for the Stepmates Mailbag! You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail! That's right. It's the Stepmates Mailbag. The Everyone's post is in. Favorite segment. It's back. It's back. Like it is every week. There's two <laughs> things that don't change about this podcast. It's a bunch of cunts. And, and mailbag. Mailbag. The fucking winners. That's why. Because the they're fucking winners. Of all the segments, they're the winners. Uh, if you want to write That's into the shit. Stepmates mailbag, just head to Instagram, send us a DM, or head to the website, stepmates.com.au, and uh, shoot in a form on the contact form there. Yeah, go to the contact or form. Or book us for a job, you know? If you yeah, got money, fuck. Hey, pretend you've got budget. Pretend you've got budget, do get some, in touch and just say, fake hey. fake business. Hey, yeah, do some fake business. Send it through to us. Uh, don't do that. that will, <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Please don't do that. We've already been dealing with a few of those coming through on the website. Just fucking tire kickers. Yeah. They're just, they're just uh, hey, how much would it be for this? And then you tell them and then you don't hear from them again. <laughs> Maybe the prices are too much. I don't know. No, because it's, <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. It, it, this is going to be in my life for the next 12 months before it really kicks up a year. Uh, all right, let's jump in. Uh, I've got here from Ryan McLean, great friend of the pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, g'day, you bunch of good uh, dog. Let me start it again. G'day, you bunch of good dog cunts. 
It's a bit of a tongue twister. Bit of a mouthful. Uh, I'm a long-time listener and still get a stiffy listening to your podcast. Oh, stop it. Um, I think it's about time Gary calls up another business for a bit of a prank and laugh, just like that first episode yeah, of fuck. The Lost we got to do A couple of emails about People that. People are asking about that. All right. Next week, we'll Gary do will call fight. someone. Gary will call someone. <laughs> This is exciting. I'm excited. Send in any recommendations. Friends, businesses. Friends, businesses. If you want me to call the fucking Department of Health and Human Services, Centrelink, whatever you need, I'll give them a call. Don't call Centrelink. The podcast will go for three hours. <laughs> yeah, go for fucking three hours. Now, look, if you've got any, if you've got anyone that we can, we should call up. We should do stuff. If you've got a, a hot tip on what would be funny for a, a an obese man to call. Give me a fucking give us a send us a DM. Yeah, do let it. Us know. Yeah, because yeah, I'll, I'll 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 fucking speak to anyone. Whatever you whatever you fucking need, <laughs> we'll, we'll it. get it done. But if not, if no suggestions come in, I'll I'll call some sort of business. We should do a Toby call. Uh, yeah, time. I'd struggle with a Toby call there, but I guess that'd help. We could feed the your Toby lines. Call ca- the Toby Maybe we can character. do it together. Yeah, maybe yeah. we can do Gary and Toby oh, hanging yeah, out together. Like, Dad. Maybe we can call some sort of like geeks to you or something like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just pretend it's like you know let's say. There seems to be a lot of pornos on this uh, <laughs> on this computer. It's just a. Hmm. No, like, what do you what do you need? It's, how do I get more of it? <laughs> yeah. You can have Toby in the background going, "Dad, get off the computer! What are you doing? Yeah. Dad, get your dick out! Oh, Dad, your dick's out! Oh. Uh, all right, let's give it a crack. Fuck it. Um, I think we can plug them straight through the. Uh, yeah, man, we can record them straight away. Um, we're like right. Hamish and Andy now. We can do calls. <laughs> this next one's from uh, Pad Rake. Uh, Pad uh, Rake. Pad Rake. Uh, uh, Padrick. It's Pad. It's Padrick. Padrick. He's Irish. Pad. Oh, Padrick. It's Padrick. 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 Uh, afternoon, lads. <laughs> Padrick. Um, sh- <laughs> it's literally. Look how it's I know. Spelled. I know it's spelled Padrick. How would you pronounce that? Uh, Padrick. I'm sure. Yeah, Padrick. As in, as in, it's Padrick. No, Mark's right. Mark, no, Mark, Mark's right. Mark's right. But it's like saying it's like. But read this. It's it's Mitchell. E- email email it's is Michael. a tough job. It's just Michael. That's not how you spell Patrick. It's a, a way to spell Patrick. <laughs> Padrick. Patrick. Anyway, Patrick. I don't know. Padrick. Anyway, Come on, Padrick. Paddy, I'm Paddy. sorry. Paddy, you uh, drunk afternoon. fuck. What do you want? Afternoon, lads. Have a mailbag request. My best mate and I have 16 long years. Started working together this year and stumbled across the best pod of all time. We punched out all 27 apps on Spotify in just over a week. Wowee. Um, I was just wondering if I can get a shout out to my boy, Kyle. He's been a bit down last couple of days as we had the wheel on our wheelbarrow stolen from the job site overnight, which hurt a lot. Bunch of cunts. Nah, no shout work. out for Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Lock your wheelbarrow up, Kyle. <laughs> Treat your wheelbarrow with respect, you dumb cunt. <laughs> Fucking hell. You get what you deserve, Kyle. Fuck <laughs> you, Kyle. Uh, no one's ever going to write in again. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're not named, if you've got a weird name from Ireland. Don't write into the show because you get it pronounced wrong. I should have just said Patty. I should have just said Patty. You lose your other wheel. <clears throat> yeah, there's no other wheel on a, on no. a wheelbarrow, is there? Um, no, that is actually a very that's 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 possibly the saddest mailbag we've got. Someone's had their wheel <laughs> taken off a wheelbarrow. This, this Who does one, that? This next one's a little sad too, actually. Uh, this is from Chris. Gents, this occurred last week. Uh, my mum and sister bought bikes, which they were going to get our friend's husband to build. On the morning he was building them, I was awake. Uh, I was awoken abruptly by my mum telling me to go and help and be a man. I didn't want to because he was building them anyway and I don't subscribe to norms like that. I decided later to go over <laughs> and to say hi. Not what build. No, listen to this. Listen to this. I decided later to go over to say hi, not build them, and I was confronted by them all saying the bikes were built already. You should have come over before to help, uh, which I didn't want to do anyway. Wait, so who was he helping? Was it someone that... It was his mum and his sister, I think. And and there was a friend's oh. husband coming over to help build the bikes. Um, 
And he just refused. He just I, refused. He, I, refused. I, I agree with the don't be a man sentiment. Sure, like, you know, it's, 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 so it's 2021. Uh, but, but at the same time, race team. But at, at the same time, your mum and sister had to build the bikes. Like you no, no, no. The friend's husband had to build the bikes. Oh, you could have come and so given him, and, give and him a hand. If I can swing it. Even if you just, whenever my, I, whenever I broke my car and my dad had to fix it, I used to just, it wasn't that I had to fucking help him fix it. I would just stand there and watch him fix it. That was my job, was Ma- just to watch him do stuff yeah. and to pass stuff and to whatever. I wasn't actually doing anything. I wasn't actually a man. I was just sort of like holding a wrench and then handing it to him. Well, like, Chris asked us, do you think he's in the right or the wrong? His mum's asked him to apologise and he's refusing to. Does does he know how to fix bikes? I think they were building a bike. Like it's like a Kmart thing or something. How the fuck do you build a bike? I don't know. Oh, okay. Do you reckon it was say, like a flat pack bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be instructions well, or something. Yeah, shit. if he's a fucking, if he's a bike builder, then yeah, you're a bad cunt for not coming out and building it. But if you if you're just staying in bed. <coughs> building a bike isn't that Manly, no, it's not that manly. It's a bicycle. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not gonna bicycle. They're not ridden say by. Men. If your building was a motorbike, yeah, say, a say it was beneath you. If you if you were changing, hey baby, I build bikes. Let me suck you off. <laughs> like, it's not gonna happen. But I, it's 2021. I don't have to come out and build bikes. Like that is, <laughs> that's very funny. That's funny. It's that's a very, very specific funny. build, isn't it? Like, that's yeah. It's like fuck it. I can't be fucked. It just depends on what else you were doing. If you were just, I don't, but you know what? I maybe just apologise to your mum. Always apologise to your mum. You don't want to be on bad terms with your mum. Don't get yeah. Don't get on your mum's bad terms. Like she, get out of fucking. Tell it. You know what? Tell it. Look, mum, building a bicycle isn't that manly. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Tell her to go back in the kitchen and make a bolognese. <laughs> just get tell her that. Just tell her that it's twenty twenty one. Fuck it. Let's I go suppose, back to uh, the you old. could say like if you want to live by gender norms. I should, I'm, I actually, you know what? I'm guessing she does make all these meals and <laughs> yeah, clothes. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that would have been funny if he did say yeah. If you you, you want to go back to general norms? Get inside and make me a fucking sandwich. You want to go back? Great. Go back to the nineteen fifties, mum. Let's do it. Uh, all right, boys. Question for the mailbag and maybe an idea for a potential new segment. Ooh, um, would Mick. go along the lines okay. of dog or not. And would be getting the boys to send in situations for you boys to decide whether it's fair play or dog. Um, Good. That could work. I like dog or not. So anyway, after a few hot tips from the doc on the old Tinder profile. Oh, this is the guy who, uh, the DJ guy. Um, oh. So in Lockie's segment. Uh, oh, pingers. Dr. Wilson. Pingers. I know pingers. Yeah, this is pingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pingers. Just smile more, mate. So anyway, he's gotten these tips from Lockie uh, on his Tinder profile. And he's got a girl who's keen to come around. Uh, whether that's because of the doc's hot tips or whether girls are just bored in lockdown, who knows? Um, but I'm in Queensland and currently in lockdown, and my roommate, who's around my age, doesn't want me to bring a girl around because of COVID. And I wanted to see what you boys think about it. Bring her around. Bring her around. Bring her around. Fuck, fuck that bitch. We'll do it. Don't you get it? You get a intimate partner. Yeah, you get what do they call it? The the bang bubble or the you yeah. can't. And how are you going to find an intimate partner if you if you can't? You know you know how you can smooth it over with your housemate. Fuck both of them. That's right, Lockie. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's been thanks, <laughs> yeah, Doctor Wilson. Doctor Wilson. Right. What's the prescription, uh, mate? What do you? How do you get around it? How do you smooth it over? Oh well, uh, th- like you just say like, oh, uh, we're dating exclusively. Like ah. that's all you need to say is that we're one one person persons, even if that's not necessarily. Could true. he go on a? Could he do like a Zoom date with her? Would you recommend that, Doctor Wilson? Uh, I mean, if you've already gotten to the, like her coming around, because yeah, you, no. you skip the no, Zoom. But, but I mean, you guys, uh, you and your girlfriend were living with someone who was yeah, dating yeah, for yeah. a while, and she was doing Zoom dates and stuff. Were, <laughs> were you comfortable with her bringing someone around? Oh, to be honest, it was like 
yes, finally this chick has someone else to hang out with. That's right. not yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you can put a dick in her mouth, shut up. That's it was just, <laughs> just like, can, yeah, can you please like <laughs> occupy yourself with yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. else? Yeah. Um, it, it, you know what? It was it was weird that like there was a a twinge of like, oh, who is this fuck? Because this is when we were in. Like we were, Serious lockdown. Yeah, yeah we were yeah. in like 750 cases a fucking day yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for a bit here. But like l- legitimately, I just was so over her uh, mm. and like, you know, nice girl, but lockdown was getting to me. Yeah. Well, maybe get him, get him to do a COVID test. Just, yeah, or just How lie. strict is just your house, mate? fuck, who cares? Who well, doctor just, one. Just <laughs> rail her and figure it out later. Can you Don't exercise worry about together? trying to smooth it over beforehand. Just get the job done. And clean up afterwards. Where are we? That's my advice, Mick. <laughs> this, is, this has been a very advice-heavy mailbag. It has been. It's that, that's what was that's always. What, that's what we always wanted. I'm assuming it's allowed though, because you can have your intimate partner. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. Um, so if if it like I mean if it's allowed if it's if the if it's I don't know what the situation is in Queensland if it's not technically allowed like you'll figure it out. Mick, we'll smooth it over with your house, mate. Meet in the park. Yeah. Oh, we, we, maybe we'll call him. Just let me call him as Garrett, as the DHS <laughs> officer, or <laughs> as you know, as a member of the Queensland government. <laughs> Whatever you need, I'll 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 smooth it over. I and just your go. Housemate wants to get laid. Yeah, I just wanted to um, you know, just question whether you were comfortable with it. And then when they say no, I'll go. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> um, I'm overriding that. I'm overriding that. My boy Ping is. Yeah. He's getting laid. My boy Ping is. This was get some a courtesy pussy. call. This wasn't actually. Well, I've approved the pussy pass for um. <laughs> For, um, <laughs> the pussy pass The Gold Coast pussy pass uh, um, There you go So that's the mailbag huh That's that, the mailbag that's, that's the end of the mail You've got mail Here's your letter You've got mail Well that's been the mailbag What How a fucking exciting. mailbag What a fucking What a good mailbag What a bunch of good kinds Lots of advice In this in this week's mailbag I know I love uh, I love that Which is what we always wanted Which is what we always wanted To be able to give out advice Lockie's now got his own segment all about advice as well, so it's fun. I think we've we 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 got a Tinder profile this week, didn't we? Uh, we did, but you've I, lost the pictures. I've lost the pictures, so I've I've asked the guy to send it back in, and we'll be bringing back Doctor Wilson next week. Yeah, nice. Um, and if you've got a Tinder profile, if you want some advice, this guy's getting laid. Yeah, he's getting pushed. He was on Doctor Wilson, and now he's getting laid. Mate, it's working. Hilarious. It's, it's working. working. The prognosis is in, <laughs> and he's getting the puss. You're doing it, mate. So you're, you're a real doctor, bro. I tell you what, yeah. if we can get a chick to send one in too, that would be amazing. Um, Chicks don't need help on Tinder. I reckon Lucky be... could do could pull some pull something out, pull I, some I, strings, pull some strings. I could give him advice, but yeah, they do get. I think they get matched eight to one or something yeah, like that. So yeah, just be a chick. That's the yeah. advice. Just be a chick on Tinder, and you're you're on your way. Uh, well, that might wrap it all up for this week's podcast, eh, hey, boys? We would have been just over an hour, so it's a it's a decent sized podcast. Um, all you good cunts that support us on Patreon, we are gonna be here not tomorrow. We're gonna we're gonna Friday. We're gonna Friday. do it Friday. We're gonna have to do it Friday. We can't do back to back podcasts. We're not machines. We're not robots. We're men. Like this takes work. This <laughs> takes I know it seems like we just do most of this shit off the top of our head, but there's a lot of work that goes into these it's podcasts. True. It's ridiculous. There's a lot of fucking background. We've got to read the news. We've got to hang out. We've got to hang other. out. We've got to fucking set up the plastic barriers. We've got to get the masks. We've got to, we've got to fucking sanitize. We've got, got a to QR code it. QR. It's, 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 there's more logistics here than the fucking Olympics in, in Japan. Like it's, it's outrageous what's going on. Um, but anyway, all you good cunts that support us on Patreon, we'll see you on Friday. For all you other cunts, you freeloaders, we'll see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Another lockdown here in Victoria. The rest of the country's all fucked up as well. We're the laughing stock of the world. Joe Rogan's having a go at us. 
Tim Dillon's having a go at us. Fuck yeah. those guys. Oh. I heard bits of that. I was like, just go fuck yourself. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll move on. We're crazy. Apparently, we've got government lockdowns and shit. Anyway. Freedom. Freedom. Fucking hell. Freedom is bitch. Anyway, that's been the Stepmates Podcast. We'll see you next week, you good cunts. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.